May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, for you are our strength and our redeemer. Amen. You may be seated. How many of you got to see that amazing display of that projection of Apollo 11 on the Washington Monument a couple weeks ago? Yeah, Dion and I were absolutely thrilled to watch it, and it inspired me to watch that old astronaut movie, The Right Stuff. Now, if there was ever a movie to inspire the desire in us for heroes with the right stuff, it's that one. And perhaps it was because I had just reread an old New York Times article about heroes that all of this spoke to me this way. The Times article asked, where have all the heroes gone? And the article lamented on our being obsessed with celebrity instead of substance. The writer blamed a host of things for this, including reality TV for focusing on, as it was put, the antics of the idle and famous instead of the epics of the good and courageous. The article went on to call for resources that can rekindle a desire in us for the truly heroic. Well, that writer, I think, is dead on. As the events of these past weeks have demonstrated to us, if we have ever lived in a time when we need heroes, people who will stand in the breach, who stand at the risk and even the cost of their careers and perhaps their lives for the truly heroic, it is our time. We need to be done with the petty personal position, the self-aggrandizing agenda. We do need resources that will kindle the heroic in us. One of the greatest resources I know that does kindle that desire for the truly heroic is the Bible. And as one of our leading civil rights leaders has said, it is the Bible that taught him to believe that he could become heroic. Growing up in poverty, the fatherless child of, of in, a fatherless child in South Carolina, he had, he said, one real asset. He went to church. And it was there that he heard about the great heroes of the Bible. He knew in his heart that if God could use them in great ways. God could use him. That was the greatest influence, he says, in helping him to believe in what he could become. Now that same influence has helped the heroes of some other folk, or helped to make heroes of some other folks that we're all familiar with. The first American to over orbit the earth, John Glenn. The first woman to go into space, Sally Ride. The second man to walk on the moon, Buzz Aldrin. And I mention these three because none of us doubt their status as heroes. And as that movie I just saw still puts it, they had the right stuff. And I mention these three specifically because first, I've met with them. And second, because one of them, Sally Ride, speaking for all three whom she knew, told me, that a significant part of that right stuff was given to them while growing up 
from the heroic epics of the Bible that they learned in their homes and in their churches. The Bible clearly has something to say to you and me this morning about what makes a real hero, about just what that right stuff is. In our epistle lesson from the 11th chapter of the letter to the Hebrews, the Bible's gallery of heroes is displayed with pride, and they are mentioned there, though not all of them, uh, in, in the passage we read. But here, their names again. Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Rahab, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, and Samuel, as well as many who are not named there, but are named elsewhere, such as Ruth and Esther, Caleb, Mary, Anna, Priscilla and Aquila, Martha, Ananias, Junia, and Lydia, heroes, everyone. The point is, their story can be your story and mine, for God is still in the business of making heroes. You and I can be heroic if we choose. And so of what kind of stuff are heroes made? Well, here are three right ingredients to look at this morning, the three most important. And the first ingredient in that right stuff is this, courage. Look at our biblical heroes and their stories, and it's clear that courage is a major element in their lives. But their courage only became apparent in the face of hardship. It's also clear that they would have preferred comfort to courage. But God called them away from comfort. To Elijah, who was hiding in a cave, God said, What are you doing here, Elijah? I have something better for you to do. To Moses, hiding out on his father-in-law's farm in Midian, not wanting to go back to the dangers of Egypt and protesting that he couldn't possibly be a leader, God said, I don't care that you don't think you're a leader. I'll tell you what to do. And to Paul, plagued by some thorn in his flesh, as he called it, from which he was not released, God said only, keep on going. I'll give you the strength. My grace is sufficient for you. Courage is a resource an ingredient of heroism that God gives to us when we are fighting giants. And fighting giants is the key. If we never go out to face the giants of our time, then we will never need to be given courage. Sometimes we face giants in the moral arena, ethics on the job, faithlessness in the face of great temptation, some of the most courageous people I know will never make the cover of a magazine or get an interview on a talk show. Their courage is not always recognized for the greatness within them that it really is, but still they stand for what is right. Of course, life itself sometimes visits giants upon us, a fatal disease, the loss of a loved one, the end of a dream or career. And yet the courageous refuse to let go of their faith in such times, even when to give up or to give in to despair would seem to be the reasonable thing. 
perhaps the only thing. Instead, they find strength from God to go on and to rise again. It is in the facing of the giants that they become people of great courage. Courage is that first ingredient in the right stuff of heroism. And the second ingredient in that right stuff is this, character. You know, many of us can probably recall the story of Sir Galahad in his search for the Holy Grail. And you might remember how this gallant knight was described. It says, his strength was as the strength of ten because his heart was pure. A pure heart, that's often how we think of character. It's like the characters of George Trendle. When Detroit radio station WXYZ was in its heyday, it was responsible for the creation of three different heroes, the Lone Ranger, the Green Hornet, and King. You know, the dog in the Sergeant Preston of the Yukon stories. Well, station manager George W. Trendle had suggested the main ingredients for the creation of each of these heroes, and of the character of the Lone Ranger, he said, the Lone Ranger always uses perfect English, no slang or questionable words. He won't ever cast aspersions on any race or religious group. He will be unfailingly fair. Make him serious. Remember, he is a sober-minded man with a righteous purpose. Make the kids look up to him. Make him a hero. Trendle felt that it was important for a hero to always be good and righteous. But you know, when we look at the biblical heroes, a lot of them would not have measured up to Trendle's demands. At least not at first. You see, they weren't created to have character. They were grown to have character. We have only to mention Jacob, the conniving scoundrel, cheating his own family left and right, or Joseph, that self-righteous and self-involved little brother, or Rahab, the harlot, to realize that God's heroes did not start out with the requisite ingredient of character. But with God's direction, they grew to become the great people they became. In this day, when we are concerned over the character or lack thereof of many of our cultural and political leaders, it is all the more important than ever that you and I be persons of character. Young people are looking for role models. And others are looking for those stalwarts who can be counted on to do what's right in any circumstance. Now, don't panic at that thought that others are looking to you. With God, it doesn't matter where we started. And it doesn't matter how far we still have to go. Only that we put ourselves into God's path. When God, with God's direction, your character and mine can grow to heroic proportions. Character is the second ingredient in the right stuff of the heroic life. And here's the third ingredient in that right stuff, faith. You know, this ingredient is mentioned more than any other in our lesson from Hebrews this morning. 
In reading this list of biblical heroes, what really strikes me about these women and men is not how heroic they were, but how human, how very down to earth, how very much like you and me they were. They were not born with all of that courage and character. As the writer of Hebrews tells us, these traits were grown in them because of their faith. I don't know if you've noticed this, but NBC is already doing promos for next summer's Olympic Games. It's an attempt to get us all excited now, probably because they own the broadcast rights and want to make sure we're all going to show up to watch. But So what they're doing is they are airing segments of past victories and telling the stories of heroism in the face of difficulties. One of our past great gold-winning Olympians, Mary Lou Retton, had this to say about heroes recently. She said this, I've grown up in a world of superheroes, Wonder Woman, Superman, Captain Marvel, the Fantastic Four, ordinary people like me without superpowers or limbs that stretch for miles or the ability to change form, well, we can't be heroes. Or can we? That long list in Hebrews contains a telling phrase, they were weak but became strong. It seems, she continues, that strength and superpowers are not prerequisites for hero-ness. God's heroes are weak people who have simply made themselves available. Being a hero is not ducking into a phone booth and putting on tights and a flashy costume. It is acknowledging our weakness and limitations and making all that we have available to God. What a statement of faith. I mean, she has nailed it. That is how God's heroes happen. They aren't born, they're made. Everyone here has the potential for greatness in them because we serve a great God. Each of us can become a hero by faith in Jesus Christ. He will give to you and me the courage to face the giants. He will grant us the character in the times of testing. And all it takes is the faith to trust in him, to follow his direction, and to make ourselves available. And that is how to become a real hero with the right stuff. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.